Hey there, adventurer. Damien, the DM and editor here. Just wanted to put a quick note at the beginning of this episode. This episode has been remastered and re-released in 2020, almost three years after its initial release. I'll be working my way through these early episodes and remastering them for quality and content. Before this episode gets started, I just wanted to take a moment to thank our patrons for supporting us along the way and allowing us to afford the tools to do something like this. I'd also like to thank the artists whose music we use in the show. Some have allowed us to use their work since the beginning, and others are getting a new chance to appear during this project. Thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Windswept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Derek and Brandon Feichter, Scott Buckley, and Michael Gelfie. Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Damien, and I'm the DM. I'm Krista, and I play Willow, a Tabaxian rogue. I'm Chris, and I play Sug, a half-orc fighter. I'm Chantel, and I play Chalul, a warlock lizardfolk. And I'm Caitlin, I play Lass, a halfling rogue. This episode had a live intro, but was recorded about a month ago. In that time, we've had a few things come up that I would rather have in the intro for this episode. So the intro that we recorded originally is going to be in the next episode. In this episode, I wanted to plug another podcast. I wanted to plug Interparty Conflict. Interparty Conflict is a show that I have been listening to for quite some time. Recently in one of their episodes, they they gave us a huge shout out. Gabe's been listening to the show. He's been liking what he's been hearing. And I wanted to return the favor. Interparty Conflict is a sort of question and answer style show that focuses on the topic of role playing games and largely D&D. So if you want to hear two guys and occasionally a guest talk about role playing games and answer your questions, then go ahead and give them a listen over at interpartyconflict.com. There's also a link to their website in our show notes for this episode. So, who wants to do a bit of a recap for what happened last time? Not me. Especially because this episode might finally drop after the first block. We went from Lord Cassian's... No, no. We'd already met Brit. We went from Brit and his tavern back to his place so he could pick up something. Then back to Cassian's. From Cassian's, we went into the common district and stopped at the Rat's Tail. And in the Rat's Tail, we met Shifty. Shifty then... Shifty led us into a back room. We kicked everybody out of the bar. No, 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 no. Sug kicked everyone out of the bar. Yeah, you you kicked everybody out of the bar. Possibly killed a man. I am part of the group, therefore we kicked everybody out of the bar. <laughs> it was a good idea, though. Um, we went down into the sewers after taking several turns. We ended up at an opening with two guards. Brit basically vouched for us, and they were about to let us in, I believe, when we stopped. We did hear some noises, but we are able to uh, avoid whatever those noises may have been. And then we also, we went through two sets of guards, the first set of guards that let us in, and then we went through and then Britt paid two gold to get us into the entranceway. The Undercity. We ended with you guys getting to the gates, because as you're going through the sewer system, you have a big, like, cavernous opening inside, and... It's got a big gate in front of it with a few people standing guard outside of it. And Brit vouches for you guys and they let you in. So I take it this is all your first time here at the uh, anywhere in the Undercity? Yep. Clarification question. Yes. Are fighting pits anywhere in the Undercity that Sug would have been to? Um, I mean, probably yes, but not in any way... Like, that would be relevant here. Well, no, but I mean, like, he could be like, I've been here, but I haven't been here. Yeah, he, he'd probably be similar to that. Like, it would probably be more that that stuff's not something that you have out in public, so they've put it underground. But it's not really tied to the same Undercity. Or maybe it is. <laughs> As a free man, yes. As a free man, I take it you, you used to be owned here? Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Learn. Uh, don't ask too many questions. Hey, Chalul, <laughs> you care to share one of your one of your uh, 
healing potions that you just happen no, no, to acquire? This is really the time for this. <laughs> Are we really going to do this now? No. All right, so... We should really get a move on, guys. Yeah, let's get going. I've got a... What is that smell? I don't know if I could call him a friend here, but I do know someone down here that may be able to help you guys out. He lives down here as much as you could call being down here living. It's a half-orc named Gel. Gel? Gel. Gel? Try not to stare too much. What, has he got, like, a bad eye? Well, he's got, like, a missing eye. Eh. You should kind of know what that's like. He probably likes it. Just a battle scar. And as Brit kind of leads you guys into this area, if you look around, there are, like, buildings down here. They're pretty, like, dilapidated wood structures. You see, like, one or two that are made out of stone, but they're, they look like they're fairly hastily put together. There's not a lot of, like, good workmanship and material put into this. They're probably a lot of scavenged materials. No fire spells. But it's, it's like a rundown kind of shanty town down here. Britt walks you guys into the center and heads up to the north a bit. And he leads you up to a pretty small, like, hut and wraps on the side of the building. And a few seconds later, the door opens and you see a very large half-orc. Is he bigger than Sug? He stands, like, eight feet tall. He's standing in front of you, shirtless with, like, ripped-up shorts, like, not even full-length pants. And you can see covering the front of his body are deep cuts and scars. You can see his skin is very weathered. He probably would be guessed to be in his 50s. So he's old. Yes. Would we know by looking at the scars, like what caused them? Like, does it look like burn scars, acid scars? Various scars. scars. A lot of them look like lashes and stab and slashing wounds. Over his left eye is a scar that runs pretty much the full length of his face, cutting right through where his eye is. And there is no eye there. The socket has been stitched shut. He does not wear like any sort of eye patch or anything. He keeps himself shaved completely bald, and one tusk juts out from his mouth. As he opens it and talks to you, you see that the other one is actually broken off. Glass internally sighs in relief because she was worried that it was just going to be an open socket. Sug's really kind of unfazed. He's used to seeing things like this. What are you doing here? Brit, why have you brought people with you? We're looking for someone. Perhaps. Yeah, they, they're them. looking for someone, and I don't necessarily want to be involved myself. I more so was just here to get them in contact with someone, and you're someone that I know down here. And I was hoping that maybe a little bit of... Uh help maybe something in it for you and he kind of looks out at the group Brit said he was willing to pay you oh wait, wait what what I I did not say that he did, I didn't totally he? heard that I did not say that bass yeah, I think he said it Chill. where do you think I have the money for this and he like he's like taking a couple steps back you told us to drop all our money off at home because yeah, you, you said had you had this. it covered no, I had the bar covered. I didn't have... Oh. You did not specify. Okay, Gail. Uh, we can work something out if you are willing to help them. Work something out like what? What do you guys need help with? We're looking for somebody that might have been down here. Since Brit has stepped out, Gail actually takes a step out into the middle of you and pulls the door shut behind him. Suggs is going to stand there. We were looking for somebody. Possibly you've heard of them or from them. They were... It's not often that people are looking for someone down here. No, but she was attempting to, we believe, either procure or sell some rare herbs. Very rare. She. She. Who is this woman? She's a drow elf. And he has a deep sigh, just... (sighs) 
And he opens the door. Come in. And he walks in. So I'll go follow. Brit, like, makes sure to be the last one to walk in. Sug makes sure Brit still comes in, though. Oh, he he walks in. He just waits until the rest of the group walks in first and, like, half steps his way in. And as Brit walks into this half-orc's, like, hut, Gel puts a hand on his shoulder and, like, shoves him in, like, halfway through the room and shuts the door behind him. (laughs) Now you don't have to do that. You owe me money if I help them. You're staying. So... Describe this woman to me. Beyond just drow elf, we have quite a few of them down here. I'm not exactly too sure I didn't get a good look at her. Maybe one of you guys? Pale skin, light hair. But that's any drow. Blue eyes. Piercing, beautiful blue eyes. I'm a sucker for a pretty face. descriptive. Any distinguishing features? Any distinguishing mannerisms? Late 20s. So young for a drow. She was quite crafty and knew how to get out of a sticky situation for the most part, from what we could tell. Skilled fighter. And uh, what would she be doing down here? I know, and he kind of nods towards Sug. He mentioned herbs, but that's not something that's really something that many of you over city folk come down here for. I don't know if she was trying to procure them or sell them. But they were involved. What were they? What were they for? We weren't told exactly, just that they're hard to come by. I see. I have an idea of who you guys are looking for, but it's not something that I really want to get involved in. We aren't asking you to get involved, we're just looking for information. Yes, and I'm not sure how much information I want to part with. What I won't be telling you guys is that if you head out south from here, There is a long, tangling pathway. And as you guys make your way through it, eventually you'll run into another level of this city. Along the way is a cult. I think the person you're looking for is tied up with them. But I'm not where you heard this information from. We didn't hear it from you. In fact, I don't even know who any of you guys are. And he looks down at Brit. Right, Brit. Brit's just like, I take it you're not too pleased with me bringing people down here to meet you. What are you talking about? Met who? Who gave you that impression? We met a half-elf named Bill that told us this. Don't let him lie for you. He's bad at it. Our kind's better with weapons than words. Well, thanks for nothing. Maybe we should get going. Hey, Britt, don't forget to tip him. Oh, as like the rest of you start getting up, like getting ready to leave, he just has a hand clasped on Britt's shoulder. <laughs> I take it you guys won't mind if I keep him. We uh, we don't need him. You might send him wait, our wait, way. Wait, wait, wait. You don't need me. You don't need me. Not anymore. Closing the door. The fuck would have gotten you down here if you didn't fucking need me? Let, let, go ahead and let that door shut. Not anymore. So, does anybody okay. know which way south is? Shula's going to kind of look at him before we leave and be like, it, I'd be grateful if you'd let him get back up in one piece, at least. We don't need to make unnecessary enemies here. Hey, which way south? Uh, do I know which way south is? Yeah, everyone, go, go ahead and uh, Shula, roll survival. 19. Yeah, you know where south is. So we'll all follow Cholul. I'm going to keep my eyes open, though, like as much as I can for being followed, being watched. Yeah, Cholul's kind of making sure he's going the right way, checking around. <laughs> all right, Sug and Cholul, go ahead and... Uh, what, what are your passive perceptions? 15. 15 uh, 14, sorry. All right, as you guys are walking, this is a very large area, like probably bordering a thousand feet long. And you guys were about three quarters of the way away from where you are. So you have hundreds of feet to walk. And about halfway through, especially Sug, he's more like keeping an eye on the people. And Jalul's just trying to weave his way through, trying to go the right direction. More paying attention to where you're going, but also noticing things. You notice as a... Group of about four people, Sug, really seem to be taking an interest in you. You notice them come out from what would function as kind of an alley or a side street and 
they they came out as a group and kind of spread out across the way behind you and every once in a while they'll converge dip in behind another set of buildings and then they show up a few blocks later is there people around like are we walking through like a district of yeah like, you're market? walking through an area that's got a few hundred people in it okay so i'll lean down and last 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 hmm. we're being followed no do you think you could uh slip away and maybe follow in behind him yeah last little uh is there like a a corner that I could hide around until they... Oh yeah, you, you've you got areas that you can... You're walking through what would function as a city. It's just run down, slummy, and happens to be underground in Do a sewer. You want me to roll stealth? You are going to roll stealth. And I'll, and I'll inform her, like, you know, best I can. They're behind us, 100 yards. Cloaks. Um... I'm going to say go ahead and roll with advantage for the simple fact that you are small, you're in a crowded area, and Sug kind of told you what Better. you're hiding from. And I'm going to do my best to, like, you know, stand in the way, like, make myself big. 21. Nice. All right, so I guess the rest of the group wouldn't really understand why, but last kind of just slips off to the side. I'll keep, like, just ushering everybody for just like, forget it, keep going. I'm still concentrating on where to go, so I don't notice. <laughs> and I'll let Willow know that Willow, hmm. we're being followed. Just be aware. Four men, possibly cloaks, about 100 yards back. I'm going to let Chulul just keep going because he seems focused. And you guys kind of follow in step with Chulul. I'm going to loosen up my short swords, make sure they're quick draw on feature. All right. Lass, after about half a minute passes, you see this group that Sug had pointed out before walk in front of this hallway that you had or this like alleyway that you had kind of turned down Mm -hmm. they don't seem to be paying you any mind they seem to be focused on what's in front of them in front of the group that they're following and they walk right in front of you I will slip out and follow behind them out of sight out of sight out of sight the group continues following Sug, Willow, and Chalul. I'm going to walk up next to Chalul and be like, let's slow down a little bit. Uh, and you guys at this point are only a couple hundred feet away from the end. At this point, you're close enough that you see in front of you this this kind of large cavern like curves in and meets in a center with a non-gated but fairly large opening at the end. Like the the beginning of the opening comes in, it starts tapering in at about 30 feet across and it tapers down to being 20 feet across this entrance here. So I'll be like, okay, slow down a little bit. And we'll start just kind of strolling. And I am Chalul still plunging forward, just kind of not knowing why you want to slow down. <laughs> slow down, Chalul. Do you slow down? No. Chalul. I, I slow down. Chalul, not sure we should go in there yet. Mm, what? So at this point, the group is now separated into three different small groups. As Sug and Willow slow down, the group that has been following you guys decides to make their move, and the four of them pick up the pace and surround Sug and Willow as Chalul walks off. So Lass d- makes her way behind. Because I'm still paying attention to my surroundings, do I notice them starting to be cut off? Oh, from you me? would you would notice, but like kind of by the time, because you've been so beelined in front and you didn't slow down pace, by the time you realize what's going on, Sug and Willow have been cut off, but you do know enough to be able to turn around and help. And everyone roll your initiatives. Chul's not a character who's used to being wary because he's used to being the one that people are wary of. <laughs> Sug. Uh, 16. Willow. 14. Chalul. 19. Lass. 21. Ooh. All right. So the party splits themselves up. We didn't split. We are surrounding the enemy. The the party makes the strategic decision to split into smaller groups. It's a as pincer this maneuver. Group of four <laughs> people are following behind. Have and they drawn as, any weapons? As Sug and Willow end up breaking apart from Chalul with Lass far in the back, these four people surround Sug and Willow and begin approaching and tightening up. Does it look like they have hands on weapons of any sort? Two of them draw scimitars. Which two? 
the two in the back. Like so between us and last? Yes. Okay. And then the two in front of you draw out maces. Okay. I will draw my two short swords. And one of the kind of larger men in front with a mace is like thumping it against his hand in a somewhat threatening manner. You aren't from around here. Can we help you? You're not from around here. And that matters because? Watch your business down here. Suggles is going to take the up his fighting stance. The business is ours? Well, you're... Are you the street police? Right now we are. Hmm. Aren't we, boys? And he looks around and every, all the other guys are nodding. One of the, the uh, two with scimitars were the two lizard folk, and they're, like, flourishing around in a, like threatening manner at you guys. At this point, Chulul is probably turned around, especially hearing the shout, you know, of like, aren't we guys? And he's probably kind of getting ready in a more of a aggressive stance, and he's going to kind of look as intimidating as possible. <laughs> and you guys can see that there are like, there's people out and like everyone is making a wide circle around you guys. No one wants to get involved at the, <laughs> at the moment. Chulul's just going to be like, Oi, back off. Guy turns towards Chulul. Ah, so you're with them? I'm sure Sug you weren't okay. around here your first time as well. Sug's going to approach the one that turned away, so he's actually a step closer to that one. <laughs> your clothes are too nice to be one of us. Well, we're not one of you. Oh, I'm sorry, and I take my claw and I tear. Is that better? Get him. Lass. You are first in the initiative order. I'm still staying out of out of sight behind them as much as I can. Um, okay, so you'd be like 80 feet back then. Are oh. they so engaged with us so that they haven't noticed her? You don't know that. So what do you what would you like to do? I mean, do you want to be that far away from everybody or would you have no, approached during the I would have gone up closer kind of conversation? I will not try to shoot through Sug. Um, so I'll go for the to the one that would be to my right. Would I get sneak attack for it? You wouldn't, but because of your previous stealth and the fact that you broke off around them, I'm going to say that you can use the advantage on this attack. So you'll get your sneak, you'll attack with advantage and you'll have your sneak attack. Well, that's a good thing I get advantage because that was a crit miss. Um. 20 to hit. 20 will hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. 13 damage. Lass approaches the group as this conversation is going off, pulls out her short bow and draws it back quickly, releasing it before this lizard notices that she is there. And the arrow pierces right through the side of his skull and kills him instantly. <laughs> yeah. He is brained and he drops dead immediately. Was that the one that was talking to us? Nope. Which one is talking to the us? The one that was talking to you is the one that's right by Sug. And like, he hears this, this arrow fly through behind him, hears that and turns and sees his comrade lying on the ground motionless with blood pooling around him. I suggest you leave us be or the rest of you will- Leave you be, you've killed one of us. And he just strikes out at Sug, who's right next to him. See, he gets, ooh, he gets two attacks. Um, I'm guessing a nine doesn't hit? No. Uh, how about an eight? Does an nope. eight hit? Didn't think so. <laughs> just deflect him with my own sword. Yeah, Sug's like there, ready, and just butts him away. Which race is this one? Uh, this one's the human. Uh, Chalul, you are up next. So yeah, Chalul steps back a little bit, and then uh, Chalul's gonna hold, go ahead and say, like, you shouldn't have turned away, fool, and tries to roll Eldritch Blast. <laughs> At the uh, the larger guy that's been talking? Yep. All right. Uh, 13. 13 will hit. Nice. Go ahead and roll your damage. He gets a seven. All right. Is that it for uh, Chalul? You only get the one attack right now? Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is Sug. Sug is going to go for the double stab into uh, this guy's gut. What is this, the human? Yes, this is the human. So the first attack is 16. 16 will hit. And for six damage. Second one is a 15. 15 will also still hit. For the eviscerating eight. Nice. Uh, is that it for Sug? That is his two attacks, yes. Sug 
swings out two sword strikes at this guy. He's not able to block any of them because a maze is not a very defensive weapon. Takes two cuts across the gut, and he's still standing, but you can tell that you have done a significant portion of damage to him. So Sug's gonna look down and be like, that's how you attack twice. After Sug is the halfling, I think because of the cat's incessant like bitching and taunting, He's going to run right up to Willow and is going to swing out twice with his mace. Uh, six probably misses. Misses. Uh, how about 12? Does 12 hit? Nope. Okay, after that is the dead guy. And then it's Willow's turn. All right. This guy that has uh, tried to attack me, I'm just going to drop my bow and I'm going to stab him with my uh, arrow. I don't even know what to do for damage on an arrow, but go ahead and roll an attack. You're not going to get your proficiency, and it's going to be a strength-based. Okay, so 10. <laughs> 10 is not going to hit. Basically, this halfling like sees you drop your bow and come down with the arrow and swats it away. Okay, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. So basically, after failing to do anything, you leave your bow behind and run over to help Sug. Why well, didn't leave my bow behind? I dropped it to, it's in my hand. I dropped it to my side. There you go. Okay, so you lower your bow, strike out at him with an arrow, which he just bats away, and then you run over to get next to Sug. After that is the other lizard folk. Just watched last brain a guy. Did he actually see where that came from? I'm sure he would hear the thwang of the bow and runs over to Lass. Damn, this die is, is doing shit tonight. Does uh, does nine hit Lass? No, it does not. This dice was on fire for rolling initiative, but man, when it comes to doing, doing attack stuff, Lass, it's your turn. We'll go by that dagger. You also had a bow drawn. I know. If I move away, am I going to attack of opportunity from him? If you move away without disengaging, you would take an attack of opportunity. Bonus action, you can disengage. Yes, I will bonus action disengage, move over to where the dead guy is, and then shoot. So you, like, you run away, drawing another arrow, and turn and fire at him. Go ahead and roll your damage. Roll damage or, or roll your hit. attack, sorry. Well, I miss. I tripped. You're swinging around as you run away and let loose your arrow, and it sails past him. You, you've miscalculated where he actually was. And next up is going to be that first guy. I think with how much you have already done to him, he is going to kind of let his, his swinging hand lay slack a little bit and just be like, I've had enough. I yield. You yield. I yield. Suggs so is staring at him. Two weapons out still. He takes two steps back. Do I get an attack of opportunity? Yes, you do. Sug is going to go for a pommel strike and actually try to just knock the guy out. You're going to try and knock the guy out? All right, go ahead, Sug. Would that still be the normal damage? Yeah. 14. 14 will hit. Six damage. Six damage is not enough to end him. Does... Does Willow get, because he moved away from her too? Willow does, but Willow currently doesn't have any weapons or anything. No, I have my claws. I want to bitch slap him. Do they count as a weapon? Yep. All right. It's a D4 plus one, so it's not a big thing, but I want to I wanna bitch slap him across his face with my claws. All right. Nope, I critical failed. <laughs> and it is Chalul's turn. And he's just like, I said I yield. Perhaps you should have thought about that before you attacked us, fool. <laughs> Chalul's gonna kind of go up to him and uh, try to smack him. <laughs> so I uh, got 15. That will be enough to hit. So yeah, Chalul's just gonna kind of step forward toward him and just wheel back his arm, just kapow! <laughs> For an unarmed then, you'll do your one plus your strength. Okay. Two! <laughs> That's a sad... And is that it for Chalul's turn? Um, can I also try to intimidate him with, you know, just speaking in his mind? You can go ahead and roll an intimidation against him. All right. 
Uh, 16. What are you saying into this guy's head? Uh, so yeah, so I'm using my uh, speaking in the mind trick that I have as a warlock, and I'm just being like, don't, don't expect don't to ex escape this unscathed, human. <laughs> <laughs> my echoey, scary dragon he voice. He drops down to his knees and is clutching his head. His mace falls to the ground next to him, and he starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> like he he's just on the ground just like i healed i healed i told you picked the wrong group sug you are up for your normal turn now so he's on his knees one lizard guy's dead the other lizard guy was behind lass and the halfling is just standing there uh, yes, the halfling moved over to attack Willow and did not do so well previously. And then Willow struck back and ran away. Okay, so Sug is going to turn and approach the halfling. Yeah, Sug is going to attack the halfling twice. That's a 17. Uh, 17 will hit. Does four damage. Four damage. It came like big overhand strike. Now he's going for a slow, like, low stab. Crit 20. Crit 20. 12. So this was the low stab for, like, a gut shot. You make your attempt to run him through, and he kind of turns to where your sword blade, like, slices in front of him, but doesn't pierce right through him and eviscerate him. And you have brought yourself in range for him to swing out at you twice with his mace. Does a 22 hit? Uh, barely, but yeah. Barely, really? <laughs> For, uh, that's seven damage on the first one. Does a 15 hit? Yes. 15, so that'll be six damage on the second one. How is, uh, Sug doing now? He's, he's bloodied. He's bloodied. And this happens, you're like, I see you're not gonna let us go. So I guess we'll have to fight to the death. I'll take you with us. Uh, Willow. The one that was yielding, is he dead now? No, or he's on his knees and he oh, dropped his weapon. Oh, he's on his knees. That's why he's holding his head because Julio's talking to him. You don't really know what happened other than he backed away, fell to his knees, dropping his weapon, and is just like screaming at the ground, holding his head. Well, with Willow's uh, free hand, she's going to grab a dart and throw it at the one that Sug is fighting. All right. So you throw a dart over at the halfling. Is it sneak attack? I mean, you get sneak attack with a ranged weapon, and Sug is within five feet of him. I think that works. 22. 22 will hit. And then my damage is eight. The halfling is bloodied as well. And, like, this dart flies 25 feet, like, narrowly misses Sug, sticks right into his shoulder. Pro probably what had happened is as he, as he turned to have Sug's blow not go straight through him, he exposed a large portion of his shoulder around Sug, and your dart just lands right inside of the joint. Nice. And he just cries out, <sighs> After Willow is that other lizard folk. The other lizard folk drops his scimitar and runs. Just starts <laughs> running back into the town. It is very much lizard folk nature to not uh, take on a fight. They know they have bad odds at winning. Last, it's your turn. Um, Since he's hightailing it out of there, I think I'll just let him go. And I'm going to shoot the one that Sug is currently fighting with. So I'll get my sneak. Currently trying to kill. 17 to hit. 17 will hit. That's 10 total damage because I get sneak attack. Glass sees this lizard folk run away, draws an arrow, decides not to shoot at it, and turns over towards the halfling that hasn't made any attempts to get away yet. Looses an arrow and it lands like right into his heart. Oh. <sighs> This halfling, like, the arrow comes through his chest and he just wraps his hands around it, drops to his knees, and falls at Sug's feet. So currently, what is left is the one lizard folk that is currently running away and is 60 feet away and counting. And you have this human on the ground, barely clutching to life, just screaming on the ground, <laughs> tears streaming down his face. He's just like, just make it stop. Sug's going to sheath his two swords, pull out his, his little blackjack that he got, and walk up to him and just whap him across the back of the head. All right. This man 
falls unconscious at Zug's feet. Assuming that you were going yeah, for the non-lethal. non-lethal damage, just knocking into unconscious state. And he's going to search the bodies. Can Willow grab her arrow that she had attempted to stab somebody with? It's broken, but sure. Oh, yeah. yeah Chidul's okay. also going to search, and particularly the uh, human at his feet. And can I try to grab my dart from the halfling? Go ahead and roll me a d20. 13. All right, you're able to... You go down to this halfling, just... As you loot the bodies, you find on the human, well, I guess he's not really a body yet, but you find a mace and leather armor. The halfling has a another mace and leather armor. The lizard folk that died has a scimitar and I believe also leather armor. So Chalul is going to bend down to the human and grab his wrist and chomp off a couple fingers. Willow is just jaw drop watching him because he was so defensive on other comments she had made. He attacked us first. You were being attacked. He's not dead. You said you only took dead I never limbs. said I only took dead limbs. Okay. Mm, I didn't eat his whole body. <laughs> what does your hungry jaws do? Uh, let's see. Okay, in battle, you can throw yourself into a vicious feeding frenzy. As a bonus action, you can make a special attack with your bite. If the attack hits, it deals its normal damage, and you gain temporary hit points. What's your bite do? Uh, 1d6 plus 1. Are you telling me I'm going to kill this guy by munching a finger? 1d6 plus 1. Jeez. You are biting him, like, literally. 3. Gosh dang it. (laughs) Chalul chomps off one of his fingers dealing the final three <laughs> hit points of damage that this exactly. guy had left. He deserved it. I'm, I'm going to, flir- for flavor text, I'm going to take the scimitar. It's the same as the short sword. It's just, now I have a short sword and a scimitar, so they look okay, different. Okay, so you're just going to... Are you going to add it to your collection like when you had left the uh, prison earlier, or do you leave the short sword behind? Too? No, I'm going to keep the short sword, too. I, okay. I paid yeah, good so swords adding, for the short you're sword. You're adding an extra weapon to your, your arsenal. All right, so you guys managed to wrap up this combat. You're at this south tunnel, the direction that you were told you weren't being told where it is. I'm going to drag all the bodies to one side of the tunnel and just kind of like leave them there. Um, As you do this, you guys notice like as you kind of clean up the mess that there are people that like look over see what has happened. Like there, there was a split in the crowd as the lizard folk took off. And people look over, see what had happened, and honestly, this is probably something that isn't terribly uncommon in this area. You guys are dealing with, like, the scum of the city. People that are so bad that they don't even let them live in the commons. So I'm just throwing them off to the side so they're not in the way. So a lot of these people are probably just like, well, at least it's not me, and it looks like they aren't coming for the rest of us. Just ignore that this happened. However, I am, as a bonus action, even though we're out of fight, I'm going to use my uh, second wind. Going to do your 1d10 heal. 1d10 plus 2. Back up to like half health now. So, did you have a plan for that human? Which one? The one you hit unconscious. No. Jewel just ate his hand. No. (laughs) No? Okay. Just knocking him out. I wasn't sure. He gave up, so I gave him a chance. Throw a body on the pile. Start heading south. Lead the way, Chalul. Yep, Chalul keeps marching forward. Chalul still has very much his perception of everything that's around him at the moment. <laughs> Especially he's keeping on a little bit more guard since we've been attacked now. Everyone, go ahead and roll me perception as you make your way down this hallway. Sug. 15. Willow. 17. Chalul. 5. Bass. 14. Sug and Willow notice as you guys make your way down this large tunnel that there is a small grated offshoot about 30 feet down. Uh, The tunnel itself continues on for another about 30 feet and then you see where it hits a T and branches out into both a left and right direction, kind of at an angle. Is this like a sewer grate type of deal or is it like a door grate? It's a great, um, go ahead, if you'd like, would you like to investigate it? Yeah, I'll go over there and look at it. Roll an investigation check on this. This will be great. (laughs) Four. I'm just like, hey, look, something here. Sug walks over to the grate first and is looking at it and just like. like, Metal. 
Bars. And like as as Sug approaches it, you see that it it slopes down gradually for about fifteen feet, and then you see that it turns off to the left. Sug, what do you do as you uh, find? So I'm just staring at me like this is a weird place to put a jail cell. Hey, he said we had to go down, right? Um, he said long tingling pathway to another level. Yeah, it leads to a lower level. This goes I heard down. another level. I didn't. He didn't say. Well, an- I would imagine another level. We if we go up, we're back in the city. So I'd imagine it's down. The paths in front of us, the left and the right, do those look like they're going down? They're on the same level. They just go to the left and right. You haven't gone and checked them out at all. Can Can anybody else look at these bars? Do they look like they move? Hearing that, can Chalul go over and take a look? See. I believe Willow wanted to uh, investigate, just needed a reason a to get over there. A 13. Uh, Chulul, go ahead and roll investigation as well. Let's see how the two of you do as you check it out. Sug's so like kicking a bar with his foot. 12. So Sug is like pushing in on these, like kicking him with, with his feet. And Willow and Chulul are checking out the, the bars themselves. And they notice that there are hinges on one side of them. And the problem with that Sug is having is that this actually pulls out. So Chalul like grabs onto the, the one side and lifts and you just hear uh, Yeah, yeah, I loosened it for you. Yeah, thanks buddy. You guys are now confronted with an opening. This pathway is only five feet wide. It's wide enough for, for you to go down single file. Is it dark? It is dark. So I'll go first. Sug, what pa- what uh, pace are you setting? I'm going to be, you know, like, I'm not, like, jogging down. I'm cautiously moving down, trying to keep so an eye out you guys are making stuff. a fairly slow pace. Like, 25 feet. I'm going to go, like, at Lass's walking space. Much appreciated. But we also be looking for anything that looks out of place. Like, I mean, I might not see traps. Shul's but- also keeping his eyes open, especially for any, like, passing rats and such. I mean, every once in a while there would be like a rat that skitters along just but you guys make your way down this pathway the pathway it turns sharply to the left and then as you walk down a few feet it turns again and does a full u-turn and leads back up north so it's like spiraling down no it's it it went down 15 feet and as you hit like the bottom of it it leveled out a little bit and turned to the left, but it's staying on the same level. And as you guys walk down, it is actually switchbacking multiple times. You're going back and forth, turning around corners. Is there any point, like after any number of these, that Sug would want to stop or anything? Well, I mean, it, it, there's been no turns, no doors, no nothing. Just going. No, down. you're literally just walking in a straight path that's bending and twisting and turning. Keep going slowly. Do we notice anything else as we're going? Yeah, like anything that looks like this has been used? Like markings on the walls? Or- uh, Chalul, go ahead and roll perception. Also, do all of you have dark vision? I do. Yeah. 22. And 20. Chalul notices I mean, there are some tracks through here. It doesn't look like a well-traveled path, but you do see some drags through the muck on the ground. You can see every once in a while, uh, like, you can make out some clear footprints. Do I notice, like, anything, like, scent-wise, like, as far as, you know, like... It smells damp, it smells musky and mildewy, it it smells old and wet. Yeah. There's the dripping of water, there's probably, like, a small kind of stream trickling down. Every once in a while, a rat runs in some direction or another. Sometimes they disappear into a crack in the walls. And after six of these switchback turns... And they drop like 15 feet each time? No, they're staying on the same level through here. But on this last one, it drops down again. A very, very gradual slope. You're going down like maybe half a foot for every five feet. So you end up making it another few feet down as... You walk straight down, and instead of the typical switchback as a U-turn, you make another turn to the left. So you had turned left, and instead of turning right like you had been, it goes a little bit longer and turns left again. What's ahead of us? You round this bend, and you see that it continues down before turning some more. Do we hear anything different after going down this new path? 
Everyone go ahead and roll perception. <laughs> That's not good. Sug. Eight. Willow. Fourteen. Chalul. Sixteen. Lass. Four. Sug manages not to notice this as he is taking the lead. And after Sug passes under, Chalul, you notice that dripping from the ceiling, it's where you guys are passing under right now is actually a yellowish tint. Do I notice anything else about this yellowish tint? Scent-wise, do I... Does it look familiar at all? <laughs> you pass under it, and you take two acid damage. Ow! Okay, so Chulul kind of does his is like, Be wary, there's acid. Chulul, like, turns, and there is a pool that is forming in between Chalul and Lass. And it starts growing upwards in between the two of you. Wait, the pool is lifting? Yes. Like, it is It is dripping down, pooling up, and starting to form an amorphous blob of yellowish, acidy liquid. So, uh, Chalul um, is going to call out to everybody and be like, uh, or like to Sug in particular, since he's kind of making his merry way down. Sug, we have an issue here. Sug, who's like 10 feet in front now, turns around and sees this ooze start to form. And you guys go ahead and roll your initiatives. All right, Sug. Uh, 17. Willow. 16. (laughs) Chalul. 17. Lasser. 21. All right, so in this combat, we have this yellowish blob forming up in between the party. Chalul was the first one to see it. I'm going to go ahead and have you roll. Um, I feel like this would be an arcana for seeing what you know about this creature. <sighs> I'm proficient in arcana, but I roll terribly. I know six. <laughs> All right, then, yes, Chalul would just notice, notice the burning and wouldn't really process what it is, probably because you weren't expecting it and it kind of came out of nowhere. It's like I probably got more distracted by the acid damage and I'm just like, ow, singe. Lass, you are first. Could I also roll to see if I know what it is? Go ahead and roll an arcana. You are the next person to see it, and this will be the last arcana roll to see what this is. Well, that's not very good. That's a four. (laughs) Okay, um, sure. Let's try and shoot it just to see what it does. See how it reacts to being shot with an arrow. Uh, that's a crit. All right, then. (laughs) What type of damage is your bow? Uh, piercing, I believe. I thought so. All right, so go ahead and roll your double damage. You do have someone else within five feet. Um, In this edition, it does not look like these creatures are immune to criticals. So you will get your crit damage as well as your sneak attack damage. Do I get to double the sneak attack or just the... I'm not sure... I will roll 3d6 and add 3. How's that sound? That will be 17 damage. So in like a a snap reaction, did you get on the other side of Willow? Well, since I'm small, I can occupy the same space as her. So I'd say I'm like standing right next to her leg. Okay. So you, you draw back on your bow, release into this creature as it's forming up. Your arrow strikes it right in the center of its mass and slowly, like, sinks into it. And you see the blobbish creature in front of you, like, recoil from this impact. Guys, I don't think that did much. Next up is Chalul. So, uh, Chalul's gonna move back (laughs) a little bit as far back as he can, closer to Sug, so he's not as much in range of the blob. (laughs) And then he is going to Eldritch Blast. And he's still kind of smarting from that acid splash he took, and he uh, critically misses with a one. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of trips over his own feet going backwards and just kind of stumbles into Sug. (laughs) Sug, you are up next. I can't pass Chalul easily. I think uh, half movement you could squeeze around. So instead, I'm actually going to back up further and I'm going to act- use my action to drag Chalul with me. Can I do that? 
I don't see any reason why Sug wouldn't be able to as long as Chalul doesn't try and fight back. No, so I'm going to be like like trying to pull two along and move him so that I'm behind. Right, because I did mention that I pretty much stumbled into him when I was backpedaling away from that. So like I'm trying splash. to just like kind of swap our positions, but moving back one space. So I'm not moving far, just trying to put us about 15 feet away. So I'd imagine using my momentum from tripping over my own feet, he'd just kind of shimmy me back and swap. <laughs> and that was my action. So that's what he's going to do this time. All right, after Sug is Willow. You are sharing a space with Lass right now. Am I engaged with it, or...? Um, it, there's five feet in between you two, so there's a space in between. Okay, I'm gonna move back, I think. And do you do anything? I'm gonna try to shoot, shoot it and see if it, what All it does. Alright, go ahead and shoot it then. Twenty? Twenty will hit. Seven. So Willow takes a step back, draws back her bow, and releases it into this blob. And the arrow sticks itself into it. The acid eats away at it and the back end of the arrow falls off and then this blob pools out and slowly dissipates into the brick below. You killed it. Sweet. I believe it just went away for the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gone. Let's Yay! let's move quickly, move quickly. Dash through here. <laughs> Be sure to keep your eyes open as we advance in case this happens again. As everyone is watching this blob dissipate into the brick, a second one drips out from the ceiling over by Chalul and Sug. Which side of us? Uh, In between you guys and the rest of the party. Okay, so just closer. Yeah, yeah, like right in front of you. It would have actually fallen on top of you guys, but you pulled him back. Thank you for listening to this remastered episode of Adventures in Aurelia. We hope you were liking what you heard. If you would like to get in touch with the show, come join our Discord over at adventuresinarelia.com slash Discord. If you have a friend who likes fantasy stories, introduce them to the show by showing them adventuresinarelia.com, where they can find links to episodes, read our blog, and find our social media. If you'd like to support the show and what we do, you can donate to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash adventures in Aurelia. 